You've just accessed Shekinah glory, the place where God dwells among His people. Prepare now to receive the Lord as Pastor Rex Ricks connects you to the power of God through the prophetic revelatory preaching and teaching of the Word of the Kingdom of God. Experience the revelation of Jesus Christ on another level from the place where God dwells among His people. Now, hear the Word of the Lord. Matthew chapter number 9. Listen, write this down. We have been talking about reaping, someone say reaping, a prepared harvest, amen, particularly in the area of fishing for people. As Christians, as those bearing the name of Jesus, God has given us the responsibility as Christians, someone say as Christians, no matter your denomination, if Jesus is Lord over your life, you have been given the responsibility to fish for people. Amen. Now, um, I'm going to be very dilatory or slow on this message by design during this message because um, I want it to seep deep down inside of you so much so that there is an unrest on a daily basis when you are around other people. I want it to be so deeply embedded in you that it becomes second nature as it should be when you're around people to mention something about the gospel of Jesus. Yes, you, are, you were created by God for the purpose of God. As I state all the time and I said last week, if you're void of your purpose or you feel uh, like there's something missing, consult your maker. For God has a purpose for your life. And let me say this, whatever the age, and this is why it's so important, even to some of you who are younger, the Bible tells us to remember the Lord in the days of our youth. So when I'm at the age of understanding and, and comprehension and I know who God is and I receive him as my Lord and Savior, even as a youth, you are called to fish for other people. Amen. That's why, then, too, we're all unique in our own way. Everybody, as we said the other night, Wednesday night, has their own swag or swagger. And that's what, and you use your personality to draw others into the kingdom of God. And I'm going to show you here uh, the Samaritan woman. Well, let, let, let's read first because I'm jumping ahead of myself. But we are fishers. Will you say this? I am a fisher of people. But here in, in our text, Jesus, he was going throughout Galilee and he's preaching um, to various people. People were being healed. He's preaching, teaching uh, and healing people of every sickness and disease that was among them. And when he saw the multitudes, let's begin at verse 35. Ready? Let's read. Then when Jesus went about... Now, hold on. Can we do this? Because there's way more people than I'm hearing voices. If you can read. Don't, don't worry about how fast. I'll just, just read. Amen. I want, I want you to, to, to get this. Then, too. Uh, <laughs> hello? <laughs> how are you? <laughs> the second time, we're going to confiscate it. Okay. So go ahead. Uh, 
but read. Ready? Let's read. Then Jesus went about all the teaching. Okay, let, let's take our time. Then Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, teaching in their churches. No, teaching, I write this down. I said this last week. Teaching connotes understanding. So when you're teaching, you want people to have an understanding. So he was teaching in such a way because he wanted people to understand. So teaching connotes understanding. Are you with me? The gospel of the kingdom. The good news of the kingdom, what? That man is in need of a savior. Jesus is that savior. He came. He died. He rose again. Watch this. And this is what Christianity, uh, the, the whole, to, to, to prove its validation, its authenticity, it hinges on Jesus getting up. That's what set, sets him apart from every other religion. Jesus got up. Not only did he come, not, well, well, not only did he get up, but he was see, see, had not he been seen, you may have had an argument, but he came, he died, he rose again, and he was seen. And he was the only one who did what he said he was going to do. No man takes my life except I lay it down. Now listen, I'm going to go to Hades for a few days, for three days. I'm going to snatch the keys of the kingdom, and I'm, 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 I'm going to come back. Watch this. And he did just like he. Are you here? <laughs> so the gospel of the kingdom is that man is in need of a savior. Who is that savior? Jesus. You don't have to be sick. You don't have to be poor. You don't have to be spiritually dead. Why? Because there's one who came to make the difference. And his name is Amen. We're not talking about, just to say this because I assist that, we're not talking about brunette and blue eyes. Like on good times, you know, the picture that y'all see a lot. That's, no, 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 no. So, 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 so just without doing the class, we know he's not blind headed with blue eyes, okay? That's another teacher. But when we saw, but when he saw the multitudes he was moved with compassion i'm going real slow notice write this down because this is what we're getting our teaching notice it's the year of the harvest we're going to we're going to collect and gather souls for the kingdom like never before first thing we have to understand as a fisher of men you have to have spiritual perception you have to see the need of those who are among you have to see people hurting so when jesus saw these people he was moved with what compassion first he saw that means he had perception he was aware of his surrounding are you with me and when we are believers and we're not um, aware of our surroundings we're not being spiritually perceptive because what, what we're going to see here in a moment is that at any given moment any given time you are around people who are ready to be reaped for the kingdom of god there's nowhere you can go where people are not ready to be received into the kingdom of God. When you leave here today and go to lunch, there are going to be people in that restaurant who are ready. Whether well, we mess up, we stop doing this. Stop assuming he don't need Jesus. Stop assuming that she doesn't need Jesus. Stop assuming. 
Stop, uh, stop assuming. Stop assuming. Are you here? That's foe, that, excuse me, that's pole fishing. And when you pole fish, you single out what you're trying to catch. And what we're going to see in a minute, when fishing, when they fished, they used nets for a reason. That's why even as people, Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I would draw all ethnicities to myself, all races. And I say it all the time, this is not a, what we call predominantly, even though the, the majority may be right now African Americans, we are a, watch this, multi, multicultural church. When you pole fish, you only minister to your own race. See, that's pole fishing. That's not what Jesus wants us to do. See, when you net fish, there's going to be Hispanics, Caucasians, Asians. Are you here? So, number one, I have to be spiritually perceptive. You should know this. Number two, I should be what? I should have compassion. That is meeting people where they are. Not being judgmental. Realizing that I haven't always been saved. (laughs) It's understanding that even though I'm saved, I have a slip up sometimes. Not frequent because I don't want to make it sound like it. You know, see, I told you, girl, you ain't nothing wrong with falling all the time. No, you just fall all the time. You know, just like a little baby, you know, you learn how to walk, you know, after about five, you shouldn't be falling all the time. You know, six months, yeah. A year, you 12 now. You shouldn't fall so frequently. But it's understanding that I, too, am a work in progress. Again, Jesus never said don't judge. He said don't judge without judging yourself first. So when I judge myself first, I can judge you more clearly. Okay? So in other words, when I look at myself, then I can have compassion on you because I I know, man, boy, if they knew what I did last night. And it's knowing that Jesus loves you. Watch this. Just, he loved you before. While you were yet sinners, he died for you. He loved you. So how much more does he love me now as a... But, 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 but the point is, is, is realizing that even in your present condition... Write it down this way. Your present condition has no bearings... On God's position, being that how he sees you. He knows what people are going through right now. He knows what people are doing. He knows every man's proclivity, every man's sin. But guess what? Even the the worst of the worst, I don't care how mean he is, how mean she is, Jesus died for him. Jesus died for her. And we have to have that same attitude and not like, well, he's beyond being saved. No! Christ died for him too. Are you with me? So it's having compassion. He was moved with compassion for, the, for them because they were what? Weary, scattered like sheep, having no shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest is the harvest is what? Truly plentiful. 
Write this down. People, a fisherman always recognizes that the harvest is truly plentiful. I told you last week that word harvest in the Greek, it simply means reaping. It simply means reaping. Being that the harvest is already ready. Are you here? Prime example. Notice he uses the analogy of fishing. Watch this. The harvest is already ready. Anybody ever been fishing? Is it no cultured people? No? Okay, thank you. On this side, everybody. Look at them. Say, take, tell your daddy take your fish. Let me talk to them because they know. Y'all don't even know what I'm talking about. I'm going to talk to these people because they, everybody over here raised their hand. When you went fishing, bro, did you go ahead of time and put the fish in a pond or were they already there? You mean you, had, you didn't have to do anything? Never fed them. You just showed up. When he says the harvest is ready for reaping, people are all, you don't even have to do anything. All you have to do is go with a net mentality. Knowing that if once I show up, there are people who are ready to be, are you here? Are y'all mad? I'll take you fishing. Okay? Well, I'm going to take some of y'all fishing. Everybody want to go fishing? We can go fishing. Okay? But it's going to be for souls. So, okay? So it's going to be for souls. I'll take you fishing. We ain't uh, catching no. Okay? So I-, I want you to write this down. Write this down. The harvest is already plentiful. The harvest is ready. It's what? Ready for reaping. So say this. Anywhere I go or every place I go, there are people ready to be harvested into the kingdom. Everywhere you go. Okay? In John chapter 4, there was this woman who had quite a few husbands. But notice, Jesus wasn't even concerned about that. He was concerned about it. He met her where she was. He didn't, he didn't come to her in a condemning fashion. Are you here? But, but here's the thing. Then two, I'm in John chapter four, where we went last week. Watch this. Uh, not only was she a Samaritan, and uh, just a couple notes, John 4, 35 through 38. Um, Jews really didn't have dealings with Samaritans because the Samaritans, when they were taken in captivity, they intermingled with foreigners and began to worship idols and, uh, you know, just they blended their, their races, which was no sin, but the Jews didn't like that. They considered them half-breeds. That, that's, that's what they did. So, so you lower than me. That's why in the text, you know, the disciples was like, well, why is he talking to her? Even the woman's like, do, do you, why are you talking to me? Another thing in that culture, watch this, women were considered, you know, just domestic. Uh, and, and when you were out in public, you know, if a teacher or a rabbi came by, you were considered beneath them. So they, they really didn't, there really was no interaction in public. Even when they ate, the families ate separate from the men. The men would eat in one section and women and children would eat in public places. Are you here? And I'm saying that to say Jesus 
didn't pay that any never mind. Why? Because he came preaching the gospel of peace. And I'm saying that to say we can't see when you have compassion, you don't look at people based upon what others have said about them. He's this. She's that. He was born of this nature. She was born of that. He has this. She has that. Yeah. But see, I'm looking at your soul. Are you with me? But I want to show you something. here. Watch this. So after Jesus ministered to her, she went about spreading throughout her village this man that she just met. But I want to show you that the harvest is always already ready. It's just short on laborers. Did we read that verse? We didn't read the last verse, did we? Go, go back real quick because I need them to see this. The harvest is plenteous, but the laborers, the fishermen are few. And it's not so much as they're few as is they're not spiritually perceptive. They're not compassionate. They're not aware that the harvest is ready. So when they're around people, we'll goof off all day and not even recognize it. Maybe that man needs Jesus. That's why you have to deny yourself. And when you become a believer, you'll forfeit in your life to live a life for Jesus. So you have to make yourselves a living sacrifice. So some of those things that you used to do when you're a believer now, you don't want to do like, I, I have no desire to club anymore. Now, since I've been passionate, we used to go to nightclubs and minister to people. But we went in there doing the stuff I used to do. So those of you who are still fishing now, if I'm going, I'm going to infiltrate as a fisherman. Not hugged up in a corner somewhere like I used to be. So I'm fishing now. Oh, who was that for? All the clubbers. Hold your head up. Look at me. Look at me. <laughs> And watch this. Notice, he's not even condemning. I'm saying, since I'm in here, let me tell people about Jesus. I'm not worried about what you say. Why are you in here? You're supposed to be a Christian right here. To get you. Here, fishing. God loves me like this. Yeah, sure. And see, that's another thing. When, when you, uh, well, let's read this verse. The harvest is truly pleased me, but the labors are few. So pray the Lord of the harvest to send out workers. Into the harvest. So one of the things we should be praying, Lord, send forth workers. Watch this, but include yourself. Now let's go back to John. Are you here? Listen, this is line fishing. See, I can't even. You see that? See how they're running? Let let me say something. Let let, let me say this. See, there's one or two reasons uh, <laughs> I, I need you to write this down. There's one or two reasons we don't catch people. One or two reasons. Uh, one, we're not making indelible impressions, being that the witness is so weak that, that people were, were not even... Uh, notice the scripture says we're the light of the world. Basically, the light's gone out, and it's not being effective. So number one, either I'm living in such a way that it's not reflective of Jesus that people don't want to be like me. Or either 
I'm oblivious to the fact that I've been called to catch people. Are you here? And see, watch this. When you, when your witness is weak, you see how these fish are running? Wait, you probably can't. I don't, I don't know if you can say not, but trust me, they're in here. Okay. Uh, so they're, they're not, they scatter. Now, another thing is that even when you net fish, it can be tolling. So you have to be patient. Because catching fish could be very strenuous in the fact that you could fish all night and not catch anything. But don't worry about that because some plant, some water, but God get the increase. See, my job is just sow the seed. Because I may sow the seed, but this man is the one who actually comes by next and shares gospel and you receive it. But we're going to both rejoice because I aided in. This is what he says right here. Watch this. Do not say that there is still four months and then comes a harvest. Behold, I said, if you lift up your eyes, that's again, recognizing people that's around me uh, and look at the fields for they are what? Already ready. So anywhere you go, a time of reaping is waiting for you. Okay? And I'm going to show you in a second that your occupation now, whatever you do, business, whatever it is, that's just one of your places or that's just one of your ponds. Because now I'm going from a fisherman, my occupation, natural, to a fisher of men, spiritually. Okay? But let me show you something. And he who reaps, watch this, receive wages and gathers fruit for eternal life, that both he who sows and he who reaps may rejoice together. So it's not about who does this or who does that. If a person received Jesus, we both can celebrate because we both aided in that person being received into the kingdom. Are you here? So don't worry about, although I taught all night, I didn't catch anything. Yeah, but you were dropping seeds. Okay. So don't get discouraged. Why? Because there were nuggets that were being dropped. And it can be discouraging. You went out all day and shared you. Every door slammed in your face. But don't worry about that. Because they can't stand before God and say, nobody told me. Then to the joy comes in over one soul repenting. You could toil all night. I talked to a thousand people and only one got saved. Heaven rejoices over one man who repents more so than 99 who needs no repentance. Are you here? Notice he says, and he who reaps receives rages, of course, uh, fruit for eternal life. Verse 37, for in this, the saying is true. One sows and another reaps. Look what Jesus said. I sent you to reap that which you have not labored. Like I asked the brother over there. He didn't put, he, I didn't put the fish in. I sent you, watch this, to reap for that. I, I had nothing to do with that. And it's already ready. All I have to do is go with the mindset of discerning who I am, having compassion, okay? Because if I'm being judgmental, they're going to run away. And see, just like the Samaritan woman, everybody's not going to look like you. Everybody may not talk like you. So when you fish with a net, we're going to get a little bit of everything. 
And here's the thing. Here's another place where we mess up. Stop doing this. Let, let me read the last verse. Uh, and I sent you to reap that which you have not labored. Others have labored. And you have entered into their, ra- into their what? Labors. So that, that goes back to you, you ministered. You, somebody ministered to you. Somebody ministered to you. Somebody, but when I came along, I entered into that. But we're both going to rejoice. But watch this. We have to be discerning that wherever we go. Why? Because there have been other people already sharing the gospel and the message. So we have to recognize that wherever I go, somebody here is ready to receive Jesus. We just have to be discerning. Who is it, Lord? Who is she? He who wins souls is wise. So I'm not going to be come in a condemning fashion or a judgmental fashion. I'm going to meet you where you are. See, here's my job. My job is not to tell you, well, you can come, but don't worry that. Be quiet. Everybody may not have a three-piece suit. Every, every woman may not have a skirt down to her ankles. We don't want to, some of us don't want to see that anyway. Put, yeah. <laughs> Lord, who, if it don't fit... Must <laughs> brother, you got these. Thank you. OJ worked it though, didn't he? OJ was like, OJ was like, ah. brother. <laughs> oh, he practiced that all night. If you, y'all go back, look, y'all go back and look at the game. Look, he kept looking at each other like. And, and, and Johnny, Johnny was doing one of these. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jay did that, boy. He did that. I gave that brother 10 points. I said, boy, he good. He good. That brother did that. He did that. <laughs> All right, look. So, so, you know when we mess up, we don't have compassion, and, and we try to clean fish up before we catch it. See, I can't even. What do you mean? We start telling them what all they got to do. Now I want you to come to church, but take the you know take them nose piercings out. Leave them in there. I want you to come, but you got to cover your tattoo up. For what? Why? If I took my shirt off, y'all be like, oh, dog, he got them too? Yes. Yeah. Sure do. Might get another one. I don't know my last one. Pastor like, listen now. Who told you to do that? Then she started quoting scripture. Now, you know, the body said that your body belonged to me and my body belonged to you. That, that, now, how you going Who told you to do that? <laughs> my body, your body, my body, your body, my body. You ain't asked me about that. I'm like, I'm grown. <laughs> what? What y'all laughing? <laughs> but before I get another one, <laughs> I will. <laughs> what she said? What she said? She said what? Throw some of this holy water on you now. You don't want to put this glove on you. <laughs> this glove. 
right, all right. See, y'all playing too much, man. Chill out, chill out. All right, so listen. So listen, when we don't have compassion, I can't, I'm really trying to catch these jokers. So as long as you're being judgmental, guess what? You're not going to catch anything. As long as you're approaching people not with a heart, and you don't have a heart of compassion, you're not going to. And you know what? And we do that. Pastor, I'm, I'm sharing Jesus. But nobody, you know why? It's the approach. He who wins souls is wise. See, my job is, listen, the gospel has the power to save. Your job is not to clean people up. That's Jesus' job. My job is to bring an awareness about Jesus and let Jesus do the scaling and the cleaning and the we mess up because we uh, he, see, he, he, no, he said it's plenteous. You get them. Bring them to me. Look at that. Now look, when I net fish it's fishing here of different colors. Different sizes. So when we net fish, we're going to get a little bit of and listen, and we have, to, we have to learn how to love like Jesus, share like Jesus, have compassion like Jesus. Are you with me? Because as you grow together, listen, we're one. That's why we're called the body of Christ. And there are no big eyes. See, the church is not like the world system. No matter what your uh, occupation is. And we got people in every sphere from doctors to whatever. We're all one big, happy family. And I'm not looking down on you because you do this. And I'm not looking down on you because you don't do this. And I'm not looking down on you because you look. No, no, no. We're one big, happy, realizing that we're all are a work in progress. Are you here? But notice he says, this, this is the part I, I want you to. And I have to give you the next, the, a, lot of, a lot of it next week. But listen, this is what I want you to see. There are people, one, there are, anytime we go anywhere, the harvest is already ready. Notice you say, lift up your eyes. Discern where you are. Just look. I can't count the number of people who've come to Jesus. And see, let me show you this, and I close with this. Go to Matthew chapter 4. Let me show you something. But what I want you to recognize is that the harvest is already ready. It's ready for reaping. That's what harvest means, reaping. So anywhere we go, anytime we go somewhere, people are ready. We say this, people are ready to receive Jesus. We just don't recognize it. Now, I want to show you something because if you go to work, and you're not conscious of people around you, being that I've never shared Jesus. As a matter of fact, they don't even know that I'm a believer. And you are a Christian. You are void of the call that you have as a fisher of people. People in whatever, be it your business owner, you work in the marketplace, people should know that she is a child of God. Not because you go in and slinging the Bible and, and reading your Bible, daily devotion all out loud and throwing all. No, no. It's the light that illuminates. Are you here? 
when I'm out, man, I don't even tell people I'm a pastor. I, I don't, because that's not important. I'm a fisher of men. And sometimes we'll let our titles and things get in the way. No, I'm a disciple of Jesus. Then two, I want, I want you to be yourself. It's something about, you know, people, they, when, when, you, when you throw out the P word, they go, oh, they straighten up. No, I, I want to see you authentic. What is that? Y'all say, uh, yeah, transparent, uh, what, my what self? My authentic, unapologetically authentic self. Are you here? But I can't count the number of people who received Jesus just because I understood where I was at. From bikers to everything. When I go to bike events, I don't know. As far as they know, they don't know. Well, you know, they'll see, well, I got Jesus saves on my arm. You know, who the sun sets free is free indeed. You know, but other than that, they, I mean, if they see that, they probably recognize he a Christian. But other than that, they don't know. And I just let the light shine. And you always look for a door. What do you mean a door? That common ground. I look at you young guys, you, you cats in here, man. It's something about you guys. Watch this. That can attract other people. Watch this. That you can plant the seed. Then when you get them in here, we'll let the word hook them. Y'all know the night when I was talking to big man, y'all laughed when I said when I said I had swag, y'all laughed, but when I said he had swag, y'all stood up and clapped. But watch this. Everybody has their own swagger. So my job is to get you in here. And not Pastor Rex, the word. Because the gospel has the power to save. Are you here? But I want to show you show you this. Watch this, and we're done. Listen, man, they're, they're, then watch this. Look at it. That's a net. And this is how most Christians operate every day. We're in the presence of people who are ready to be reaped, but we're oblivious to it. Too busy doing whatever. It, it, look how some will come in the net. But guess what? If, if I'm oblivious of what's what, they'll go on. Or the next person who comes by with a little bit of truth. And when people are searching, they, they, anything that sounds viable, they, they arrive with it. You could worship dogs. Well, listen, let me tell you about it. But they'll throw a little truth in there. Jesus loves you. And you get over there and they doing all kinds of stuff with animals. And, but see, they don't got that hook in you. And now you're talking about you everywhere you go, you barking like a dog. <laughs> Because what you believe in now. Are you here? But let's close with this. Watch this. And Jesus was walking by the Sea of Galilee. He noticed what? Two brothers, Simon and Peter, who called Peter, and Andrew's brother, casting, casting a, not a pole, their net. It was often just a, a huge net with weights around it. They would either fish from rocks on the, on, on, on the riverbanks, or they would, from their boats, they would just cast it in. And whatever came up. Are you here? So they were ca- what casting a net into the sea for they were they were what fishermen. That's like I said he, he he's a teacher for he is a he is a 
position. He is a business owner. Watch this. After they followed Jesus, after they, uh, Jesus came up to him. Now watch this. And Jesus said to them, follow me as my disciples, accepting me as your master and teacher and walking in the same seeing people the same way Jesus sees them. Then watch this. And it says, I will make you you see that? I went from a fisherman to a fisher of so now I go from being a teacher to a teacher of men. I'm a fisher of men who happen to be a teacher. I'm a professional athlete. Second, I'm a fisher of men who happens to be a pro football player. See, before I met Jesus, I was a pro football player. But now I'm a fisher of men who happens to play pro football. So now when I'm on the field, when I'm at practice, when I'm around my team, I see souls, not just my teammates. Are you here? No, I'm a fisher of men who happens to be a judge, a police officer, a fireman. Are you here? Immediately they left their nets and followed him, becoming his disciples, believing and trusting in him and following his example. I'm going to drill this. You heard this information a lot of this last week. And we'll probably hear it again some of it next week. Because we got to get to the place, guys. Because there's this ubiquitous attitude existing in the body of Christ. I mean, it, it exists everywhere. Watch this. That harvesting souls is not my job. So people are somewhat reticent when it comes to sharing the gospel. They're kind of reserved. They, 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 I'm not a preacher, but you are a fisher of men. I'm not a pastor. You're a fisher of men. I'm not a prophet, but you're a fisher of men. Are you here? Listen, the harvest is plentiful. It's ready. How do I know that? Because Jesus tells us. All we have to do is open our eyes and see. And, and listen, I'm only challenging you if you are a believer. If you're not a believer, I'm going to give you an opportunity to, to become a follower of Jesus in a second. But if you are a believer, I don't care, Pastor, yeah, I got saved, but man, I ain't living right. Listen, if you are a believer, we'll, keep coming. A righteous man may fall seven times, but he gets back up again. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Though he fall, though he fall, he will not be utterly cast down for the Lord will uphold him with his hand. And I'm saying that to say because the devil, listen, condemnation comes from the enemy. Holy Spirit will convict, but he will never condemn you. So if you're feeling condemned because of something you did, that's the devil. And it, and it's, it's, but see, you have to know that my righteousness is not based upon how good I am. It's based upon how good Jesus chose to be to me. And I, I am righteous by virtue of the sacrifice of Jesus. 
not based upon works. And it is knowing that a man loving me like that causes you to want to do the right thing. So if you miss it, man, you get up and you keep running. You keep pursuing this thing. And I, I'm not going to let anybody, and have this attitude, I'm not going to let anybody tell me I'm not a believer. Wait, wait, you're doing that? Yeah, but God still loves me. Don't worry about it. Pray for me. And maybe tomorrow I'll be open. But, but, but don't see, see, that's having compassion. Are you here? Again, when, when I look out, you know what I see? I see souls, fish. And each and every one of you, you have it. What? It. If you're a believer, you have the it factor. You know what it is? Jesus. Do y'all miss that? You have it. You know what it is? What is it? What is it? If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit ShekinahGloryFC.com or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekinah Glory FC and click Give to make your donation.